the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Rabbi Aaron Bisno is with us. Rabbi Bisno holds the Francis F. and David R. Levin Senior Rabbinic Pulpit at Rodef Shalom in Squirrel Hill. Rabbi, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thanks very much, John. Good to be with you. Thank you. Rabbi, on John's behalf and Mike and mine and on behalf of our families, we're so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. As, as, as a Pittsburgher, I, I welcome your support. And as a member of the Jewish community, I'm very grateful for our friendship. Yes. Rabbi, can you tell us how you are, how your community is? We're, we're, we're working hard being resilient. It's hard to imagine, I said to a, a friend midday over lunch, that uh, you know, it's hard to believe it's only been 48 hours. It feels like it's just been a, a, a maelstrom of, of, of time and, and experiences. It's surreal to imagine that the entire country, the whole world, is focused on a corner of Squirrel Hill that we all traffic by every day. Yes. And that um, is just in the heart of our neighborhood, right? S- yeah, so, so Rabbi, terribly sad and terribly surreal. It just we we're just beginning to absorb it, as I know all of us are. But you yourself, because of your position as a rabbi, I mean, certainly right. totally different. Talk to us about your Saturday. What what happened to you uh, as the day unfolded? Well, so our our day began at, at about ten o'clock. We have a, a weekly Torah study, and then that breaks up around ten uh, fifteen or so as we prepare to start our ten thirty service and. Families began arriving, and we were also going to be celebrating uh, a baby naming that morning as it happens. And so the place was full and happy as, as it usually is on a, on a Sabbath morning, a Shabbat morning. And we, most of the people were making their way to the sanctuary. We began to get a, a couple of texts that certain people weren't going to be able to make it because the area in which they live was somehow, for some reason, cordoned off by police. And then maybe a text or some, something on the Internet someone picked up about an active shooter in the area. But we began the service aware, having just informed the people that were, were on the pulpit, just those of us who were going to be responsible for the service, knowing to update people. As it happened, we were receiving texts and hearing what was going on or whispering. So we shared with them that at this point we knew there was an active shooter. We were working with law enforcement. We were going on lockdown but that there was nowhere safer to be right now for us than to continue what we were doing. And so people accepted that, and we did. And, and then when we learned that the shooter had been apprehended, we were able to let people know the threat was over, but we were still under law enforcement protocols. And we fortunately had been through some of these trips, and we just did what we were told was in our best interest, which is just stay put and keep doing what we were doing. And then as the service concluded just after noon, like everybody else in the city and around the country, we began to search for information about what, what was actually taking place here at home. Yes. So, Rabbi, uh, 
the fact of the matter is that the community, you know, people say six degrees of separation, but in the Jewish community, I'm sure in the city of Pittsburgh, it has to be a half of degree of separation. You probably know most of these people who were murdered. Well, I went to someone, and everyone has a story about someone they went to school with or was a friend of their parents or that they live in their next door to their their aunt or their grandmother, or in many cases, obviously, there are very personal relationships. And for the people that are members of those congregations and are in those buildings and grew up there, it's a very multi-generational community, as so many of our ethnic enclaves in Pittsburgh are. Um, they're, they're, they're reeling from this. Um, in my own family, it's true. A few people we, we knew by extension, and in fact, uh, one of the individuals, Richard Gottfried, just, uh, was on a pilgrimage that Bishop Zubik and I led oh. just yeah. a year and a half ago with his wife. And so we traveled together to Israel, to the Holy Land, and renewed their vows at Cana and, and, uh, and, and talked about religion and about Pittsburgh and what, what was important in life. So we all feel very close to these tragic events. Mm. We're talking to Aaron Bisno. He holds the Francis F. and David R. Levin Senior Rabbinic Pulpit at Rodef Shalom in Squirrel Hill, and he's been with the congregation since 2004. He's the ninth rabbi to lead the temple since its founding back in 1856. Um, rabbi, John and I talked about how many years we've spent in Squirrel Hill. Uh, my husband's worked in uh, in Squirrel Hill almost three decades. Um, I worked there five years. John basically grew up there. Um, yeah, and, well, and you I know s- them. Yeah, and I said that I never saw an anti-Semitic moment in all of my mo- in all of my time in Squirrel Hill. And then I said maybe that's because I'm naive. Maybe it's because I'm a privileged class. I don't know. So I ask you: Is this something that you've seen in Squirrel Hill before? Well, you know, we're seeing it more and more here and there in different places. Um, we do have um, a recently engaged um, director of security for the Jewish community, also the Jewish Federation, because of the rock. Pittsburgh, per se, or in Squirrel Hill, although there's an occasional something that's nothing to be terribly alarmist about, but a growing appreciation that uh, Jewish communities around the globe of late, because of changes in political rhetoric, because of a sense of fear that may be uh, coursing across the globe, um, identifies the Jews as as an object of derision and hatred. Um, So we take it very seriously, this, this threat. And now it's come home. Yes, it is home. So, Rabbi, then how do you take care of all the people in your circles and yourself and your family as well? It's a daunting task, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a daunting task. But the, the, the truth is, we do it the same way we've, we've always done it, and that we all do it across the religious uh, movements and denominations and, and faith communities, which is to say that we do it together. We do it with an optimistic, optimistic, um, hope that uh, the, the ideals that are articulated in our, in our scriptures and in our faith traditions can be realized if we commit ourselves to doing what we know is right and work hard at overcoming our basest impulses and fears. Uh, when we work together, when we focus on, on loving one another and seeing in each other the face of the divine, that's how we make it happen. Rabbi, I know our time is almost up with you, but I wonder if you can... I don't know, speaking as a rabbi, speaking to a Christian community who listens to our show, what do we need to know? You need to know how grateful the members of the Jewish community are for the strong friendships and relationships we have across religious lines. One of the things that makes Squirrel Hill so special, one of the things that makes Pittsburgh such a special place to make one's home and to make one's life, to raise one's children and to invest in the future, are the relationships that that bridge our divides and that are built on, on generations before. And so for 
the Christian community that's listening, please know how grateful the Jewish community is for your friendship, for the fact that you're in this particular experience with us, because really it's, it was visited on Jews, but it was visited on Pittsburgh. It was visited on Americans. It was visited on, visited on those people who believe in the freedom of religion and all the ideals that make our, our country so great. Um, and that we look forward to continuing to deepen these partnerships and won't yes. allow something like this tear them asunder. Well, Rabbi, thank you to all the people in your circle, your family, your friends, everyone in your congregation. Peace be with you. Well, thank you very much. God bless all of you as well. And you thank as well. Rabbi, Rabbi Bisno. It's just heartbreaking. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Your phone calls are welcome. 800-320-8255. Aaron Bisno. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 